0: Hello and welcome to Inside Job with V and Pam. We're here to share and to discuss ways that we've found joy, meaning, self-love, and purpose in our life journeys. Though our lives have unique trajectories and we all have our own experiences, one truth remains constant. Change is an inside job. Our wish is to share at least one spark that lights your inner flame helping illuminate what's true for you so that you can find your next right steps. Hello, my friends. This is Virginia. Before we head into today's podcast, I want to let you know about a few offers from V. Labassi, Transformational Coaching. The first is a three-card oracle reading. This is a half-hour session that I'm offering free of charge. The second is a half-hour coaching session, also at no cost, if you're curious about the process and want to try it out. And the third is a new group program, Reclaim Your Power, that begins on April 1st. For more information, you'll find the links to all three of these in the show notes. Get a spot for yourself and be sure to share this with someone you know who might also be interested. And as always, thanks so much for your support. Let's go listen to the podcast. This is episode 51. Today, V and Pam start a discussion about how we navigate personal crisis. We talk about taking responsibility of situations and of ourselves in those situations. We offer insights about how we think we'll show up versus how we really do show up and about recognizing what's in our control and beyond our control. Pam and V share some personal stories and reflect on what they've learned while they've navigated through crisis.
1: Hi, Virginia. Hello, Pam. How are you? I'm I'm laughing because um, I just said to you right before we started, I'm going to start. (laughs) And I did it. (laughs) (laughs) And so how am I is I'm a little weary. Really, really happy to be here with you today, like really, really happy and to be recording today and um, and and weary, but also uh, just kind of settling in so that's how I'm today how are you today I am
0: also weary it's the end of another week that felt long (sighs) not because of anything terrible but because so much has been packed into another week and I've been having trouble this week remembering what day it is because our routine and our schedules have were thrown off this week by some work that was being done in the house so it's been tricky for me to rely on my usual rhythm and my usual routine uh just be i mean the work was great it was just that it disrupted our typical patterns and um, that is actually something that i want to dive into today Uh, so put a pin there How am I I am weary also very happy to be here with you happy to be recording Uh, looking forward to what I see. On the horizon in the next couple of months for some of the work i've been doing some of the foundation i've been laying. Um, and. relieved to be wrapping up another week. That doesn't mean that tomorrow and Sunday I'm not doing anything. It's just different. Again, a different rhythm, a different uh, type of activity, a different uh, a different feel to all of it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm going to I'm going to just pop in real quickly and say I I thought of a new holiday or a new way to celebrate Mm -hmm. happy relief day. Oh, (laughs) like we should celebrate being relieved from things being done. Like that is, I don't know if that's a thing. Maybe there's a word for it. Maybe there's a whole uh, department somewhere that takes care of that stuff. But (laughs) I'm thinking like (laughs) being relieved and kind of being out of the muck of something Mm. and still maybe really close to it. That's mm-hmm. a ce- that's something to celebrate. And and I, I feel like that both of us weary today, but coming together, it, it's our way of like, oh, OK.
0: Yes. And yeah. checking in. How checking are you? In. How exactly. am I? How are we? Yeah. What is going on? I, I think you're absolutely right. The fortitude that it takes to get through it. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Life is work. It's all work. Right? Uh, Paulo Coelho said, we are the people that get to, I'm not saying it as eloquently, but we are the ones who get to decide if we're working to make ourselves miserable or working to make ourselves happy. But life is work. It's all work. And this is actually this is actually a really good lead in to what I was hoping to bring to the table today. Um, So thinking about like getting to the end of another week and recognizing that there are so many more weeks ahead that are all going to be full and all going to be busy and all going to be um, scheduled, let alone anything surprising that pops up, let alone any type of uh, an issue that needs to be addressed or a crisis that happens. And... What I would love to talk about today is our our bearing the burden of of self-responsibility. Not bearing the burden. Our carrying of self-responsibility in a time of crisis or a time that's tough. And how do we make it through. You just were saying we should celebrate getting through the muck, right? We should celebrate the relief of coming out the other side. So how do we get through the muck? How do we navigate the maze before we can celebrate the relief of having done it? And I feel like this is kind of a reflection of The world feels so heavy right now in so many aspects. And this is also a reflection of the inner work that we do, both with ourselves and with our clients, that people say they want to change. They say they want transformation. They say they want to be more of themselves. And then there's a period of time in which we have to do that work in order to create the change that we want. So what's our responsibility in that? How much responsibility do we choose to take or do we have to take in that? And what gets us through those difficult bits so that we can come out the other side with relief and say, thank goodness I made it again. Does that make sense? I feel like there's a question in there and I'm just
1: <laughs> circling the drain. <laughs> no, there's, it, it, it makes perfect sense. And, uh, and, and some, here's, what, here's what came to mind. Um, and I really like that you're using the word responsibility because when we are responsible for something, we get to do it or not do it. We also get to own the success of it or own the learning from it. So it's really like, it's really like you know, what is ours? Um, and what came up for me, as you were saying that, is in the midst of everything, there's so much that is not in our control. So yes. what are the parts that we can control? The few that we can control, by the way, typically. And underneath that, I would put our part, our responsibility. We can control that for the most part, not perfectly, not, you know, eloquently or elegantly <laughs> oftentimes, but but what I mean by that is, um, I mean, maybe this is a better way for me to, to understand it for myself because I've literally just gone through a lot of things, which I'll talk about in the future, but uh, I feel really close to this topic and, and that is, uh <sighs> how do I take care of myself during times of crisis? How do I take care of myself during times of what feels like um, permanent overtime of my work, you know, not, not my actual job, but just the work of life. Um, right. my li- so how do I be responsible for myself um, mm-hmm. during those times? And oh, it's so hard, yeah. um, but it's also, um, it's also like, There are things that we can do that I did that I remembered to do that have now become part of me in a way that was sort of surprising. And um, so I really love this conversation. And I have I have just been through like a big crisis and I I'm so close to it now that I'm not even really able to talk about it yet. And it's not fully over, but but I am a step or two out of it and am celebrating the relief of it not being at its top peak. Um, and I forget, I think we all do when we're going through something that as we're nearing that top peak and, and at the top, that will not last forever. Um, it feels like it, but you know, even coming down, it feels like you're still in it, but it is a moment in, in the whole scheme of things. And so um, how do we have what it takes, and you're right. Fortitude is a great word to even make it to that top peak, um, so that we can start to come down the other side of it. Um, so I really, really like this question, and and I, like I said, I'm I'm seeing this as how do I care for myself and be responsible for myself during regular life, let alone when times of crisis come and times of intensity come. And as a world right now, it's a really intense time. So even though we are physically far removed from it, it is always there. So yeah, lots, lots to chew on today for sure. Mm -hmm. Would you like to share some thoughts? Well, uh,
0: without putting you on the spot, I would love to hear you say more about some of what you, some of what you discovered within yourself when you were navigating this recent upheaval.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can really surely talk about that. And I think what I mean about not ready to talk about it, I, I probably will share some more of what I was going through, the actual kind of crisis, but it is enough to say that, um, I went through, several weeks of very intense time and, and then probably about two and a half years or two years for sure of, of 30% worry all the time, you know, about this situation. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then maybe even a few years before that of like, oh, this is, this is coming on, this is happening. Um, so, um, I, Before you jump yeah. in, yeah, yeah. I just
0: want to let people know you
1: yourself are okay. This situation I am. Absolutely. is not a personal, I should say that. Yes, I am it's fine. not a personal issue. Thank you so much. I am fine. It's yeah, there's something with a family member. I'll I'll even say that, you know, just yeah. uh, just being um it, it's not that I don't want to share about it, it's more that I'm not not even ready. I can't even make sense of it all yet. Yeah. Um, but I've been taking little steps to um, understand things, but that's not even I don't have to worry about that it'll happen no matter what so but thank you for that yes i am fine i am fine um uh and um so so having a full like full-time responsibilities whether that's work and family and all kinds of things like uh most of us have that you know we have and and probably most of us have that and a half (laughs) just as a baseline um and so what came into my orbit was really that like you know things were escalating with this family member. And, um, and so uh, what, what I've kind of learned from this is a few things and I have not organized them yet. So let me just see what comes out here today. But when you said that word fortitude earlier, that felt like I'm, that is exactly what I had to call upon. And I don't think any of us knows what we have. <laughs> to, to give or what we have inside of us until we have something really major happen. Um, I think we have experience with lots of things and we know, wow, that took a lot. I got through that. And I, and I do have a sense of, I, I can do hard things as, as Brene Brown's, or no, that's a Glennon, Glennon Doyle says, and, uh, I, and that I, uh, I'm strong in some ways. I, I have that sense, but I think that, um, when we are really, really challenged, um, it's it was just I I questioned so many times, will I be able to make it through this? Will I be able to to be what I need to be in this situation? There were just so many times when I thought, I don't think I can do this. Uh, And so that's one of the things I learned was that I don't have to worry about the amount of reserves. I know what I what I I really I'm going to say that again. I don't have to worry about the amount of reserves. That's not even really the factor. It's about um, will I show up and and try my best that that I can say, I know that now for sure. Mm -hmm. I will show up and I will try my best but mm-hmm. I don't have to already go into it measuring if I'll be enough, <laughs> if I will have enough reserves, because there's just no way to know that. And I did spend some time thinking about that. Uh, but now I realize like, I, I don't need to worry about that. I just need to know, which I do know, that I will show up and I will do my best. Um, and so that that's like one of those surprising things sort of after the fact. The other part of it is that, um I, I I think again, superhuman to do this. I anticipated what I thought might happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was probably about, you know, 27% correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. because, you know, well, this is how it might go, this is how it might go. But but there were just many challenges that I could not have anticipated. And I think another part of this whole conversation is <sighs> You have, you have a certain amount you're carrying, then, then you have a little more, then you have more, then you have a crisis, and then you have more and more and more on top of that. And it's like, there's, that, there's a part of all these kinds of things where, no, I can't take one more thing. But in reality, we, we take all the things that come. <laughs> like, we can't control that either. Like, there's, there's, but there also might not be another thing. So that worrying about what's next so human to do. But there was a point when I stopped, I just, I said to myself very clearly out loud, you're just doing this now. Do not worry about how tomorrow's going to go. Because I literally had no reserves for how tomorrow was going to go. I didn't have reserves for how the evening would go. I just needed to know I'm doing this right now. So that was another thing that like, (sighs) because if I had, if I looked back at the list of the things at all that I had to have fortitude for and, and endurance for, I would have looked at the, if I, you know, if I look, if I even make the list, I would have said, that's impossible. <laughs> I cannot do that. So I, you know, you just don't know what you can do and what you need to do until you're doing it. And so, um, yeah. So, you know, the other thing that was really kind of beautifully surprising and wonderful is that the work that I do, the work that I've done with and for myself on self-love and on acceptance and just being really accepting of myself, uh, that was happening in the background automatically. And, And so I wasn't operating out of a place of zero percent now i have to take all this on i was operating out of a place of probably because i was weary and been dealing with us for a while of three quarters full and oh my gosh that made a huge difference and the thing that the evidence of that for me over and over again in this whole experience is i asked for help over and over again and in and and there was help that came like i was clear i was vulnerable I was real and help came, you know, in different surprising ways too. Um, But that part, and then just resting whenever I could, like just laying down on the couch or going into, you know, a room and just turning off all the lights middle of the day, you know, even if it's 10 minutes, like I, I just stopped doing anything that wasn't absolutely vital so that I could rest like that's big because there were lots of like tasks that needed to be done but I knew at some point pretty quickly I cannot use any ex- any energy for anything that's not right of the moment because I will have energy in the future to do the tasks and get them done in probably you know an hour or two but if I stop and start and stop and start I'm going to burn out and so you know That was that was part of the automatic thing of like, oh, I'm taking care of myself in all of this. I'm not exhausting myself because this whole situation is exhausting. Mm -hmm. So let me not pile on to myself here. Right. Yeah. So that's that's just off the top of my head. I didn't know that you were going to ask me that, which is beautiful. And (laughs) and so I'm sure there is more, but it's really nice to reflect on that. You know, just being like about five weeks or so out of the, the, the top of the, the crisis. Yeah. Right.
0: Right. And it sounds as though, it sounds as though where you're, like you said, I didn't have to worry about the reserves. That wasn't the issue. Having been in a, situation with a family member where things were changing and transitioning rapidly uh, almost 10 years ago now um, i was at a place in which i had not been already practicing uh, my own care my own self-responsibility and uh, self-responsibility is not the same as self-reliance at least in my head, because on the one hand, as you said, there were things to be done and I did them. I did not do them alone. Um, I was with a sibling and we had each other to lean on. It, other family members. So I, I was not, uh, I was not the only person in this boat, in this sinking boat, Um. And hearing you say, with all the work that I've been doing on myself, I recognized the importance of making sure I got rest, the importance of asking for help, the importance of doing what I needed to do for myself, knowing that there was no way I could do all of this. So the other side of the coin is, Without that inner foundation, how do we navigate this? And my head is off to you because I, from what you've shared with me, I know that you were not entirely alone either, and yet you also did not have the constant support around you that I experienced in my own situation. So one of the things I've been thinking about in relation to self-responsibility versus self-reliance and how do we navigate in times of crisis or times of heaviness is I think in order to navigate it not even to navigate it well or to navigate it perfectly but just to get through it we have to have that foundation within ourselves we have to have a practice right and not coincidentally because I don't believe in coincidence (laughs) I was listening to Brene Brown's podcast Unlocking Us recently and she had a friend on and they were talking about uh, navigating in times of crisis and Brene basically asked the question uh, what do you feel is the difference during a crisis between navigating through it, and just falling apart. And her friend, whose name is Karen Walrond, Walrond, I think, uh, said, I fall back on my practice. And I immediately thought, of course. That's why we call it a practice. That's why you and I talk about practice in here. That's why there are so many practices yoga journaling meditation time in nature uh ritual we can make a laundry list of practices and it's different for each of us what practices matter to us what sounds like it's essential here is that there is a practice that we rely on and i started thinking about um Uh, James Clear who wrote Atomic Habits has said we don't rise to the level of our systems we fall to the level of our habits and I thought to myself yeah because anybody can set up a shiny new (laughs) I'm outing myself a little bit here Anybody can set up a shiny new planner in the middle of December and say, you know, come next month, come January, when we change the calendar and we change the year, I'm going to open this planner and I'm going to use it every day. And I'm going to make sure that everything I need to write in here is written in here. And I'm going to make sure that I use this system to keep myself focused and keep myself on track and keep myself organized. (laughs) And with conscious effort and and energy put into that new practice i will do it until i will do it until my lowest habits start to get the better of me and i start to fall off the wagon a little bit and then before i know it it's middle of february and i'm like ah who needed a planner anyway I've got a calendar on my phone. It's fine. It works just fine. I've got twenty-seven sticky notes all over the place every day, but that system works for me, clearly.
1: <laughs> and and alerts. Like I get alerts. Yes, exactly. I don't
0: remember what they're for, but I get by. them. <laughs> yep. So I think part of self-responsibility is allowing ourselves to find what feels foundational to us as far as what I was going to say was building up reserves, but you're saying reserves don't even matter because in the moment of a crisis, we find out what we're made of and we find out that we do have what it takes to get through that crisis in the heat of it until we come out the other side and we go, Oh my God, I can't believe I just dealt with that or handled that or did that or made it through or whatever. Um, it, it, this was a reminder to me that it's it's easy to talk about a practice. It's easy to talk about, well, I journal half an hour every morning and I do six sun salutations and I make sure that I drink 100 ounces of water a day to take care of myself and I only eat leafy greens that are grown on the mountainsides of wherever. You know what I'm saying. We can get so caught up in Is my practice the practice that everyone's talking about versus is my practice working for me? We get so trapped in comparing. We get so trapped in this, you know, this practice works for her. This practice works for him. I should try it. Maybe. What if it doesn't work for me? Then am I failing at practicing or have I just not yet found my tool and I keep coming back to your saying I asked for help I made sure that I got rest I took care of myself and I know in all the time I've known you that that is a conscious practice that you have been working on for probably a lot longer than the five years we've known each other And to hear that you found yourself doing those things in your practice automatically is such a beautiful reminder and such a beautiful testament to the idea that practices really do carry us through. And this is similar to what Brene's friend Karen was saying that, you know, Uh, She had been doing her practice for, I don't know, 25 or 30 years. And when their house was destroyed in the hurricane in Houston a few years ago, she relied on her practice because she could not control the weather. She could not control what was happening in their house versus a neighbor's house. And she relied on her practice to get her through that very challenging and difficult time and it sounds like you did exactly the same in your own way you have a practice yeah. that works for you and you were able to tap into that and rely on it without saying oh what am i supposed to do now wait a minute um i think i'm supposed to I think I'm supposed to call somebody, or I think I'm supposed to hand this off to somebody else, or I think I'm supposed to figure this part out. From That wasn't even part of the equation. You said, this is what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Period. End of story. And in times of intensity, in times of crisis, not just crisis in the world, but crisis in our own lives, it becomes so enticing to just throw our hands up and say, I I can't, I can't do this. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. The truth is, I believe that we do know what to do, yes. that it would, it's so inviting to throw our hands up, hoping that somebody else is going to come along and take <laughs> care of it. Yeah. Yeah. And the reality is that we're the ones taking care of it because it's our turn or whatever you like yeah. to think about yeah. it. It's, 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 it's yours to take care of, or it's mine to take care of. So how do we do that? Yeah. And having dealt with what I dealt with without really having a solid foundational practice and thinking about it now, what would I do differently? I wouldn't do the actual tasks or the interactions or the the outward bits differently. I would feel differently within myself.
1: Yes, that's it right there. That feel differently. Thank, thank you for your share too, Virginia. Like it's really, I'm going to listen to this podcast um, <laughs> again <clears throat> um, because sometimes I will hear, well, I know like I will hear something that I didn't hear as we were talking. Um, mm-hmm. I'm so fascinated by this idea of practice and habits and and the work and all that because it's it's i didn't have any space to think about them as in practicality during all this um but now it's just i'm starting to get these little sort of uh, like it's almost like a memo that downloads into my brain and my heart of like you know part of what worked there was you stayed in the present and you reminded yourself to do that like i'm starting to get the meaning about what happened yeah um but you know, here's, here's from what you just shared, here's what is true. And I know that this was true before, and now I'm just getting more confirmation that it's true, which is that uh, I believe in myself and I am on my own side and that I, I am, I will never, ever go back to the person that wasn't that way Mm -hmm. Um, because it did, for me, the thing started as, as practicing, um, like, let me practice not speaking so terribly about myself, right? So during this time, I did not get down on myself and say, you're doing a terrible job, you're failing or this thing, you know, you didn't speak up enough. None of that happened. And there were so many incidents where, you know, I had to just make a decision and go with it and whatever happened, happened because I didn't have time to think about it. Um, and, but I never beat myself up during this whole thing. And the, the thing that started as practicing started to become a habit. Mm. And then the habit became part of my foundation and my beingness, whatever, however Mm. we want to say that. Mm -hmm. So. So just like the beating myself up, I practiced that for decades, (laughs) it became a habit and it was part of my foundation. When I did something that was opposite of that, literally a counterbalance to that, the beating myself up part and saying terrible things to myself started to get less as I started to do the opposite. And then it also went away when the new habits became bigger and stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, yeah, so, so it's this, this part I haven't even thought about till this very second. It's very wonderful to realize like, oh, there's these automatic things that happen. And as a person that for most of my life, 50 years, did not ask for help. Mm-hmm. unless it was a true emergency <laughs> with probably emergency personnel around, you know. Right. Um, uh, I, it, it's, it's kind of beautiful for me to be able to say, like, when I needed help, I asked for help. Like, it, it wasn't, it, I didn't have to think about asking for help. I just did it. Right. You know, and there right. was a moment where I felt so tired that i just didn't think i could keep going with this and that's when i said you need help ask mm-hmm. for help so there was like almost this this was like really early one morning and i was like oh, i have nothing left i'm down to 1% <laughs> yeah and so it was like oh what do i need okay you need another body here or you need and i and and i appreciate that you said that i i did definitely have people around me to help. And I had another person that was like an equal partner in all this, but they weren't physically where I was. Mm
0: -hmm. So they
1: could do a lot, um, but they weren't physically there. I was the person physically there. And so, and I was alone with, with my other person. So it was like me and the person I was taking care of, it was just us, you know? So, um, but, you know, doing those things that started as something to counterbalance what i had built up my whole life and the non-belief and all that and then seeing them become habits where you know and then to become so foundational and so integrated let's say integrated maybe that's the word mm-hmm. i'm looking for that you you make those you make those things you make that that's why i'm not saying it right those things happen either way they they become like uh, I know there's a lot of science around this, but they become like a path that's worn into our brain. And the deeper that yeah. path, you know, it takes a bit longer to create a new path and get out of that path because automatically we want to do this thing we've always done. Right. And so much of this was literally without thinking because it was just happening. yeah, um, And it was, you know, when I really think about it, I bet there's three or four other things I was also doing to take care of myself Mm -hmm. um, that I can't even see right now. Um, Right. And uh, yeah, wow, what a fascinating discussion. Can we pick this up and continue this next time? I hope. Absolutely. (laughs) I think we've probably gone way over time. I literally did not even think about when we started, but I I can tell we're probably well over, but um, that's okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this conversation today.
0: Truly my pleasure. Thank you for your insights and your wisdom and your willingness, your willingness to talk about it while it's still, uh, kind of in the forefront because it's not always easy to do. Yeah.
1: Well, we so appreciate, um, everyone that's listening. Uh, and, uh, we thank you for sharing. We thank you for, uh, you know offering uh topics and things whatever you would like we we would we would love to hear from you um i i hope that you get some space and rest this weekend i'm going to i'm planning to do some of that um it's so lovely to be with you and to be recording again and i'm so grateful for you
0: thank you i am grateful for you and for this opportunity i'm grateful for everyone who's listening um, Thank you for sharing this. Thank you for giving us your feedback, rating us, reviewing us. All of that helps us spread the word even farther and just get uh, get these out into the world where more people need to hear them. Yeah. So Pam, it's always such a pleasure. And I'm already looking forward to talking
1: with you again next time. Yeah. Thank you, Virginia. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye, everyone. Thanks, you too. Bye.
0: Thanks so much for listening. As always, we appreciate you spending time with us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you know, and thanks for your support. Pam and V are certified coaches who love to help people remember who they're truly meant to be. To find out more about working with Pam Davis, you can contact her at coachpamdavis at gmail.com. For more information about Virginia's work, visit her website at www.vlabassi.com. That's www.vlbassi.com.